People, Deluded, I'm back again. Welcome back to another edition of the Deluded Podcast, the DG Podcast, the really and truly podcast. Now, first things first, people, welcome back. I hope you're all doing well and safe. I hope you're all making sure you follow me on Spotify and YouTube and the rest of it, if not, go and do that. But before we get into the Premier League and whatever I have to think about, with it being the end of the season officially now, um, people, I don't really care, or I care, but for the purpose of this, I don't care when you came across my content how you came across my content how long you've been supporting my content what i care about is your support man i have to say i'm really appreciative of it all the support you guys give me on spotify on the the podcast on the youtube stuff just in general i really am appreciative of it and i've it's been a hard season as an arsenal fan or as any football fan but i'm appreciative that you have stuck with me you know week in week out this season and we're doing good things and we're going to keep building without you lot support there would be no point me getting up early in the morning and speaking on the podcast nor would it be talking for hours on youtube whether you disagree agree i like how you lot can see that i'm just someone who likes football right or wrong man i've got no agendas to gain so i appreciate that so that's what i mean by i don't care i always love your support whenever you came across this thing i'm really appreciative but yeah, people, as an Arsenal fan, I can't lie, I'm ecstatic, I'm buzzing, the season is over. Fair enough, we're not in the Conference League and that probably means less chances for young players. But the season's over, man. Maybe the cycle will continue again next season, as Arsenal fans have been saying forever. But it's been a long season, one that never got going for me, really and truly. Apart from the Fulham game, I know there's been some good results here and there, that eat minimal as it is, but it's never got going for me. It's been a season of disappointment, of bitter disappointment, of frustration and all similar adjectives and connectives and things like that. So I'm happy that he's finished. You know, we could do... I mean, I'm always going to talk about Arsenal, but we can, we can. can. I'm going to do content around the Euros, watch-alongs and that, football in general. And yeah, Arsenal doesn't matter until August again, man, really and truly. I just hope the powers that be, they see Arsenal for what it is and they see the, the journey Arsenal need to go on to return to the top because it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen with the people we have available, really and truly. So... It is what it is in that regards, man. It is what it is, you know. We move forward. I'm ecstatic, obviously. Congratulations to Manchester City, once again, the league champions. How, congratulations to Harry Kane, who won the, you know, he's won the, he won the, he, he won the assist, the top, he topped the assist chance and topped the Premier League chance. In fact, on that topic, we might as well look at the stats and all of those sort of things. I might as well have those to hand people. That's something that went above my head. Obviously, congratulations to Man City. Manchester City, Man United, Liverpool and Chelsea make up the, the top four so they'll all be playing in the Champions League a traditional top four of sorts I know City just come on the scene really and truly where would they be without that rich money and whatnot Arsenal might be able to scumbag a place within that so it, it all depends man it's been a long season I, I don't think anyone's been perfect this season if you could say anything near to perfect you could say um, City but there was even a time people were saying you know they were saying Pep Guardiola's finished, City are finished. There was a time in the Premier League they actually weren't keeping clean sheets and they were kind of struggling. They've put form together. You know, Liverpool, I'm seeing some people say this is, with considering their injuries, to finish third is as big achievement as the Centurions. That's a lie because they won the title. You know, no one's going to look back in 50 years and say, oh my God, Liverpool finished third. You know, 
one thing that you have to say when Liverpool people say it's the worst defense of a title challenger is statistically not because you know Man City last year finished more points off Liverpool than Liverpool this year. For me, it's a good achievement for Liverpool because they look like they could be finishing seventh, having no Europe at all. Then Europa League, they've got the Champions League in it. They're gonna need to reinvest. They've been short-handed with injuries. I've always said they've been playing a dangerous game for years. They've been able to, especially with the high-intensity games they have to play in, and all the time and the way Pep. I mean, clock plays to have no injuries. But as you lot see, the luck runs out. And I think this season shows depth is an important thing. They've got a quality 11, but they need depth because the depth they bring in, it does drop quality off. And I think they need different options. For me, they need a number nine or a striker or someone that can offer what Firmino does with the goal threat because suddenly Mane and Salah don't bring the goals. Firmino struggles, as has been the case this season. Don't get twisted of late. Firmino's been reminding people who, in my opinion, were taking criticism a bit too far. For me, the only thing you can criticise is him of goals. There was a time, I'm not gonna, I'm a big Firmino fan, Brazil bias. Um, there was a time where you know all the luxuries you give Firmino for his lack of assisting he, he weren't really doing it this season but nobody was really no one's really consistently been good in that Liverpool team probably apart from Salah statistically Trent's come a long way you know I, I, I don't agree never what form or not I never agreed with any of this Southgate not including him because you know <laughs> Trent is the best of what you have and even his mediocrity when he's playing mediocre by his own standards is still levels and for me, I mean, if, if Southgate had the minerals, you could you could run Trent Alexander-Arnold in midfield still. I cannot lie to you, but we're not going to do that. So, yeah, I think Liverpool have had a good season. Man United, you know, they've scumbagged their way into second. They've capitalised on what hasn't been a great season for them, where they've dropped silly points, conceded goals they don't need to, home form not been the best. You have to rate Man United because they put consistency together and took chance. And now they finished second. You know, whatever you say about it, whether you believe it or not, they're the second best team in the country. Not that anyone wants a prize for that. And definitely a team historically with Man United isn't going to concede that. Um, so, yeah, man, there's a platform to build upon of sorts, really and truly. I mean, when you look at the the the, 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 the statistics, it's scary, people, in a good sense. Obviously, Harry Kane is the top goal scorer. He picked Mo Salah by a goal. You know, Kane's got 23. Salah's got 22. Bruno Fernandes. I'm going to do the top five. In fact, top... Let me look, man. Let me... Should we do the top 10? Might as well just say the 10 of every category, isn't it? So, obviously, as you lot know, Harry Kane, 12, 23 goals puts him in first place. Mo Salah, 22. Probably ruling when his team weren't really firing on all cylinders. You've got to rate Bruno Fernandes, whatever you say. And, and, you know, obviously, I don't like people who discredit things. Ah, oh, he just scores a pen. And the only legit thing you could say is Bruno's performances in the bigger games. But, you know, he scores, he takes the pens, he scores them, he scores goals. Like, you know, I'm not saying he's Frank Lampard or he's better or Lampard's better. But, you know, in a day and age where there's not really too many goal-scoring midfielders, with the exception of City, they got a bag of them. You know, Bruno is scoring. It's Frank Lampard. This, whatever you say about Bruno Fernandes, you know, out of, out of, the top five, what, Kane, Salah, Bruno, Bamford, Son, you know, the man there, he's the only midfielder with 18 goals. I think that's very respectable. And he's outscored by a single goal. Bamford, Son, um, you know, they're on, he's on, Bruno's on 18, their man on 17. Calvert-Lewin finishes the campaign on 16. Um, did he get 20 last season? I might be wrong. Vardy gets 15, which again, he went on a bit of goal drought. I know he scored, he scored yesterday and it went, it goes unnoticed when Vardy's not doing his thing, but... I see someone comment that there was a pre pre prior to last game twenty got twenty games without a goal for Vardy. I can't. I, surely that's a lie. If it is, it's very different. The rhetoric. If that was someone else, it'd be highlighted. Um, 
Oli Watkins on 14. De decent return for all the English strikers, really. You know, Callum on 12, Ings on 12, Watkins on 14, Vardy can't not go in Euros, but 15, Calvert Lewin on 16, Bamford Slim Hope 17. You know, fair enough, Danny Ings is on 12, but he was injured. I'd back him to be nearer the top at the end of this based on the form he's on. Gundogan, same amount of goals as Lacazette with 13. You know, Lacazette's had an amazing season, but 13 league goals, 15 in all comps. It shows you the 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 levels really Bale got 11 you know that's good for Bale really and truly you know Rashford on 11 raw decent so yeah the top five as I said Harry Kane's on 23 Salah's behind him in 22 Bruno's third in 18th place Bamford and and Son I think are tied for fifth for fourth sorry um they've got 17 I don't know maybe Bamford scored got to 17 quicker I don't know how they because it just says four and four on the website and then in fifth place well let me make this is making me make uh, doubt my counting abilities. One, two, three, four, five. In actual sixth place, apologies, people. But it says it's fifth, but it says sixth on the website. Calvert Lewin was 16. So, I mean, for Harry Kane, you know, you top the goals and assist charts where in a season where I think Kane's been very good, but even now, even towards the end, he, you know, there was a couple of games he could have bagged. He's done all he can, and I know. Pep's crying and getting the, the violins out and saying, fair, woe is me with Aguero. You know, there's your striker right there. Get Carl Walker on the phone. Get Bale to tap him up just in terms of leaving Spurs to a bigger club. I mean, Harry Kane, what? He's approaching his 30s. You know, it's fun in games, winning assist charts and goal scoring charts. And, and obviously, as a striker, they're amazing. When you look back in your career, there's something to think about. But, you know, collective, you're in football for the collective. It's not golf. It's not an individual sport. And again, you don't want to, not that you can help it and you still be known. You don't want to top England goal scoring charts one day. Um, Alan Shearer's record one day. Keep doing top goal scoring things. And you ain't got a Prem, a Champions League, an FA Cup, anything really and truly to your name. A career is short. And for me, not only is a career short, you get the feeling that Kane has a growth mindset like he doesn't ever rest on his lows so for me you need to be moving to City if possible Madrid if possible chat to Pochettino see what he can do he can probably get you playing with Neymar and Mbappe you know Kane Neymar and Mbappe Di Maria in the 10 variety behind them you sign a certified number six they could be dangerous people you know really really dangerous so we'll have to see what happens with Harry Kane it's going to be a long summer and an anxious summer for Spurs fans especially his future isn't going to get sorted out anytime soon because he's got the euro saying that he might say let me do my thing apologies to harry kane i thought he was on 12 assists he's not he's on 14 people and that's because he got an assist for bale didn't he um yesterday um so as you lot can see here kane's got sorry you know kane's got 14 assists bruno fernandez is second with 12 kevin de Bruyne is depth there with 12 maybe if kevin never had his injury he wouldn't be there Grealish, who had some injuries has 10 sons on 10 rafina rashford Vardy all on nine. Cresswell, first defender up there. Had a good season. Maybe could have got in with an England shout, but you've had Chilwell's ahead of you, whether I believe that or not. Um, Shaw's definitely had a good season. Um, so, yeah, it is what it is. Werner's on eight. First time you see Werner there, I think. You know, again, the next high-ranking fullback, and I'm sure, you know, Liverpool haven't scored enough and it's reflected in that. Trent's on seven. Um, how much was he on last year? Him and Robertson. I can't... Robertson's 13th. I was just about to say, where is Robertson's name? Lucas um, Dejane of Everton had a good season as well. So, yeah, Kane tops 23 goals, 14 assists. In terms of passes, people, the top five passes in the league, Rod Rodrigo um, of, of Man City with 2,785. Pierre... Um, Pierre Mill Hoiberg, 2,765, so 10 less, really. 
Is that right? Yeah, my maths is poor. You've got Ruben Diaz in third, Robertson in fourth, Telemans fifth, really. You know, where's an Arsenal player? I would have thought Granite Xhaka would have been here somewhere. I cannot lie to you. Where is he? He must be here. He's 11th place. Xhaka is 11th, the first Arsenal player in the list and the only Arsenal player in the list. Not that this is a stat that is remembered. In terms of clean sheets, Raw Leno's, Ra, Leno's top five. So we got the fifth best defence in the league. Leno clean sheets. Sorry, I had to write that down. That's a video idea. In terms of clean sheets, no surprise there. You've got to score and get goals. You know, and I think what you've got to rate about City, they've done it without a recognised name, really and truly. Like what? Gundogan's their top goal scorer with 13. Fair enough, when you've got the players they do, you can share out the workload. But yeah, they're not they're not there for goals. They're there for assists. They're there for passes. <laughs> Edison has 19 clean sheets. Mendy has 16. Martinez, Arsenal's Arsenal departee last season's on 15. Hugo Lloris is on 12. Arsenal and Leeds in Millier and, and Leno are tied on 11 points. 11, 11 clean sheets, as is Nick Pope of Burnley, which tells you everything there. Club stats, Manchester City scored the most goals with 83 10 more than Man United, who sits second with 73. Leicester got 68. Liverpool got 68. Spurs got 68. Leeds got 62. West Ham got 62. Chelsea got 58. Arsenal in ninth with 55. So, again, in terms of we need signings and things, they're one, they're one thing. But, again, would I say West Ham have a better strike force than us? I would say no. So, it is what it is. Cross it. Well, these are all, these are all things to to speak about later these are all irrelevant so yeah that's the that's them statistics there people if we get into the premier league action in this final day shout out to leo who also won the french league and things like that um if we get into the statistics if you give me a second to bring it up people have to do this via the phone there we go Obviously, final day of the season, everyone played at the same time. Arsenal 2, Brighton 0, Aston Villa 2, Chelsea 1, Fulham 0, Newcastle 2, Leeds 3, West Brom 1, Leicester 2, Spurs 4, 4 2 to Spurs, Liverpool 1, 2 0, courtesy of a Sadio Mane brace against Crystal Palace, Man City ran riot and won 5 0, you know, Foden and Aguero brace. I can't even remember the goal scorers, as you know. Bearman was just scoring, really, and they missed a pen. Gab Jesus and Kevin scored. Um, you know, Everton missed a penalty. It had everything, you know, really and truly. Sheffield United marked their last game in the Premier League with a victory. And who better to score than David McGoldrick? 1-0 against Burnley. West Ham 3, Southampton 0. And United, a youthful Manchester United side, won two goals to one, courtesy of a one-matter penalty and an Alanga goal for, for them people. You know, briefly, Nelson Semedo did draw them level, but it is what it is. And, you know, it's the last game for Nuno. It's sad that it ends in defeat, but he can look back in pride with what he's done at Wolves. For Man United, it's already what we knew in that. They're resting players for next week's cup final in the Europa League against Villarreal. They've confirmed second. And it's always nice to get three points. And like I said, he rotated the side. Dean Henderson came back into the lineup. Bailly was in there. You could say he's first choice of sorts, but Tellez, Brandon Williams, Axel Toshebi, they're not. Neither is Daniel James, Nemanja Matic, Elanga, Donny van der Beek, or Juan Mata. And obviously, you know, they gave Diallo a little run-out. So to give these guys run-outs, they did what they needed to do. They won the game and it's obviously nice to see Fish and um, Shoetaya get more minutes and, and obviously that young guy that they bought from Monaco, the curly head one, Hannibal, um, I can't say his last name. 
nice to see them get minutes. And obviously, if you're a United fan, key players like Wan Bissaka, Mason Greenwood, Rashford, who's been ran into the ground, in my opinion, as a neutral looking at it. They played no part. I know they're still touch and go with the fitness of Harry Maguire. There's, there's talk he's still going to be in the England squad. But, you know, I don't know if Oli's playing mind games. He, Oli, he probably is a bit doubtful going into the game next week. But I think he will play. So, Man United won't care. They won 2-1 against Wolves. You know, West Ham confirmed what has been a great season. A double from Pablo for um, for now, um, free, you know, within three minutes. Scored in the 30th and 33rd minute. Obviously, Declan Rice has had a great season and got on the score sheet. And they handled their business. And they can look back with pride, West Ham. And they deserve to be in Europe. As I just said, Sheffield beat Burnley. Manchester City ran absolute riot against Carlo Ancelotti's Everton. You know, a goodbye brace in the last 20 minutes from Sergio again. Um, match between you know Phil Foden getting in on the act, Gab Hazus, you know, he was being greedy for that goal, but he slapped it in. Good goal from Kevin De Bruyne. Pardon me, won the same by the same scoreline that my Sunday League team scored um, won by people. And I, I scored as well, just trying to plug it. My debut, 45 minutes, one goal, one assist. You know, it gets, you know, and, and things like that. Should have had a brace. Really should have had a brace. Should have scored with the pen that I was I was fouled for. But it's cool, people. Obviously, in terms of assists, Kevin, Raheem Sterling, Fernandinho with two, and Riyad Mahrez all got on the score sheet. What can you say? Clean sheet, ran riot, like Man City have been doing always, all, all this season. Now, Aston Villa, you know, Traore came back to haunt his former team as he scored. You know, I can't believe... Chelsea fell asleep at that set piece for, for um, Traore to score. It was lovely from them. And he nutmegged Jorginho and he fouled him. Jorginho had a, had a sloppy game with making se several mistakes. Obviously, they scored at the... Aspilicueta was sent off. They scored at the end with Chilwell. And I'm sure the one scary thing is the fi fitness of Mendy, really. I don't know. I know he got subbed, but I don't know the, the status of his injury. But the man's got... He's second for clean sheets in the league. Personally, I can't blame Kepa for anything in the FA Cup, but I just think you've got to play your best keepers in all competitions at all times, especially when it means something. And I'd imagine the Champions League final, Mendy starts if fit. And, and for, for, away from a Chelsea perspective, because obviously I don't want them to win, for Mendy, this is a man that, you know, was barely had bare slim prospects of being a professional footballer. It's well documented where he was two, three years ago. So to be playing in the Champions League final, it's, it's a good moment. You know, you look at him, you look at Mahrez, you look at Kante. This is what man are in the sport for. These are the things made a dream. So if he is going to be denied that, whether I want Chelsea to win or not, which of course I don't, we're Man City fans for 90 minutes, it's sad, man. It really is sad. But no matter what, you know, ever no matter what's Everton have bottled this season, they look to like they were going to be contenders. Leicester bottled. So Chelsea won't care, man. You know, not that they won't care because, you know, you don't want to end the league with a defeat and it don't really set up well in terms of momentum going into the Champions League. You know what? You've lost to Leicester. You beat. Um, you beat Leicester in the Premier League. Sa um, sandwiched in between that victory has been an L and an L now. So they're going to need to be at it next week. But it is what it is. And El Ghazi, Penn and Bertrand Traore did what they needed to do. It's 2-1. And I can't lie, some of the fouls being conceded for both teams. I was thinking, is it because it's last game of the season? You lot are getting away with this? I don't know. Arsenal won two goals to nil against Brighton. Another game, I, I think this is the third game Nicolas Pepe has bagged in people as he scored twice. You know, his first goal was a thing of beauty his second goal you knew it was happening people we did what we needed to do in the second half and I'm you know what can I say 
Um, it was. It did feel like there was a bit of holiday mode. We did start well. You know, one thing I accuse Arsenal of is shooting. We actually were in double figures for shots, but I also accuse us of not hitting the target, and we didn't do that. Obviously, Ceballos, Bellerin played no part. They're linked with moves away. Odegaard had a decent game, as did Granit Xhaka and Tierney. Um, we said goodbye to David Luiz, who played no part. Is it Tapati had a good game? It's a good game from everybody in, in particular, man. Aubameyang, I felt, was a, if I was looking at it, was behind everyone, probably the lowest rating on the pitch. Chambers had a good game There is little to say about Arsenal We won 2-0, we did the job You know, We don't finish ahead of Spurs We're not in the Conference League So I heard a lot of talk about we need to you know, One competition to focus on We might do stuff So Arteta's got that in it And you've got your pre-season now I don't want to hear excuses going into next season But it's nice to end the season with a win End the season with a victory in front of the fans Obviously, see Nicolas Pepe keep scoring Hopefully he can build upon that next season If the manager plays him um, Just to win you know, end the season with, I won't say strongly, but end it strongly of sorts, man. We've ended it winning every Premier League game thrown in front of us. So we did what we needed to do. For Leeds versus West Brom, though, that was quite the game, weren't it, people? Bamford stood up to be counted, um, as did Calvin Phillips. Calvin Phillips scored a decent goal, but I, that, that mix-up at the end for Robson Carnu, I don't know who I'd blame for Leeds, but they should have fixed up in that regard and fixed up quickly. Um, yeah, they did what they needed to do, people. You really, you know, it's a good game. It's a good goal from Calvin Phillips once again. As I said, West Brom were as they usually are, timid and whatnot. For Newcastle, you know, Joe Woolock is an eighth game in the. It's the seventh game. Apologies, where he scored consecutively. I think he matches Alan Shearer's record for that. It was a lovely driving run from him. Bit of fortune as the ball bubbled up and he converted. Obviously, Shah got on the score sheet as well. Maximum also went close so they deserve their win Spurs versus Leicester Leicester for the second year in a row have bottled Champions League football I think you know it's a good win for Spurs it's crazy periods like pardon me good finish from Kane good assist good 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 finish from Kane good assist from Kane um two good finishes from Bell in my opinion they did what they needed to do Casper Michael he needs to, if he's coming for that ball he needs to claim it Davidson Sanchez and Toby, I don't know what they're doing in terms of brain farts, especially Davidson Sanchez penalty he's conceded and yeah, it looked to be a ropey game. I think Doherty played all right for Spurs by by his own standards, but I think Spurs did what they needed to do. They fought and Leicester have bottled it. Leicester have still been on party mode in the FA Cup. Second year in a row, they've bottled Champions League at the last hurdle, people. At the last hurdle. So I'm sure Brendan Rodgers will be disappointed. You know, the FA Cup does last forever. And to be fair, like many teams, Leicester will probably just be qualifying for the champs for the sake of qualifying for the champs, people. It is what it is. On that, Brendan Rodgers said, it's hugely disappointing for us. We fought so hard all season. I've always said you're judging after you're judged after 38 games. And unfortunately, we couldn't make it. I have nothing but pride and admiration for the players. They've consistently had things go against them with injuries. If you look at the importance of the players out today, we were able to take it down to the last game and the last 15 minutes. The ownership have given me amazing support. The players have given me their hearts and souls every single day. I'm so disappointed for them we couldn't get over the line. Must be nice having somebody sing from the same hymn sheet, people. It is what it is. Um, in other news, people, I'm not going to spend too long on this because we all know it's wrong, but a man has been arrested after Rio Ferdinand and was racially abused during Manchester United's win over Wolves. West Midlands police have confirmed a 31-year-old man had been arrested after a racist, racist sorry, gesture was directed. I mean, a 31-year-old doing that. But man will scream, he needs education. This is a man who I'm sure pays taxes. I'm sure might have kids. I'm sure might scream all the, you know, when all atrocities happening. 
They don't want education. They need a smack, in my opinion. Away from that, though, um, you know, farewell to Wijnaldum as well. You know, it looks like he's done at Liverpool. His manager more or less confirmed. He had a touching me message on, on, on Twitter and Instagram and all those sort of things. So... I think Wijnaldum's been a very good player for Liverpool. Um, he's been a very good serviceman to the Premier League. The way he plays at, played at Newcastle is completely different to how he played his game at Liverpool. And I think he's as central to Liverpool as the fullbacks have been or as the as the, the, the front three typically have been and whatnot. You know, Wijnaldum's been a good serviceman and I, would, I wouldn't sleep on the, the need, to, uh, need to replace what he gives you. Um, on that note, though, apparently, you know, from one departing Liverpool player to one who's staying... Jordan Henderson has said white footballers must speak out against racism to show support for their fellow players, says um, Liverpool captain Jordan Henderson. I agree with him wholeheartedly. You know, it, I can't lie. I'm not going to lie to you. Lot. It just it, you do get the vibe that the world thinks football fans or black football fans are just moaning for the sake of it and just always seen picket fencing. So obviously, if their white counterparts puts claims behind it, it gets spoken about. Gary Neville denied there was ever a racism, Raheem Sterling. Now he starts coming out that there actually is and whatnot. They're, spot, they're speaking about it. I hate Piers Morgan, but another one who did a complete turnaround. Now they're starting to speak about it. Again, you know, we do need these sort of things. It seems like people only care about certain things according to who's speaking about them. Um, of course, when it's something that doesn't necessarily directly affect you, I'm not saying white people do not be are not victims of racist abuse and stuff, but in relation to this, for those who can't hear me in the back, it's not really something that affects them personally. So they're not going to have it. It's like, as much as I want everyone to say free Palestine and not support the organisation, but the message in Black Lives Matters and right is right and wrong is wrong from a human aspect, I'm not excusing it. When you're not directly having stories to recount of, of being racially abused and things like that, you're desensitised. It's a bubble for them. It's a luxury for them that they can afford to dip in and out of and turn turn the blind eye to it and say, let's not speak about racism. Let's keep racism out of football. You hear a lot of fans say this, you know, so I would love to see it. I would love to see it, but are they going to stand with us? Hey, we've got black footballers that don't even stand with black footballers. And I think that's the, the this is where everyone looks after self-interest. You get black footballers who only want to speak out when everyone's speaking about it. Coaches as well. There's a coach sitting on the coaching staff at Spurs. Now, I never see him speaking about it, but the minute he wasn't in the job, he was doing up Malcolm X. It's not making sense. So there's a lot of people invested self-interest. A lot of people are scared through legitimate fears. A lot of people are scared to lose their bag. And I would like to see white, more white players stand up. I would like to see more black players stand up. But I'm of the belief that only we can save ourselves, you know, before not to excuse anyone because right is right, wrong is wrong. You know, I, if I'm an oppressed person, I'm not looking at, other people to, to save me. It's a bit like, you know, you can't expect this. If you're a slave, you can't expect a slave master to save you. The slaves are for free themselves. Do you get it? So I can't expect another group. We need to seize it for ourselves at the same time. I would love it, but we need to stand by ourselves and make it happen. If that can't happen, then it is what it is. But Henderson is fully right in what he's saying. He said it's hugely disappointing. Sorry, that's, that's Rogers about the Champions League. Um, Henderson said... Um, I don't think it can always be black players talking about racism. Seeing teammates suffer not only at Liverpool but with England and the players at different clubs, what they're abused with, is tough to take. I feel as though if I can make a positive change and help them, it's an important thing that I do. And again, Henderson, I'm not saying you, but when it's time to walk off pitches and do all of these things, that's where we need to see it. That's where we need to see you lot bowling out. Same way we see Liver um, Rangers go hard, that's what we need to see, people, in my humble opinion. Um, 
but it is what it is. In other, that's all in other news, people. Also in other news, if I flick over to my computer, as you lot know, Crystal Palace boss Roy Hudson has left the job, but apparently he's joined the government's fan-led review of football, people. So that this might be him, people. He's joined the expert panel. The announcement comes after the former boss spent last game in charge of Crystal Palace at their game against Liverpool on Sunday afternoon. Two defeats in his last game. It's a bit sad, people. Um, apparently... On bringing in Roy, apparently I'm delighted that Roy Hodgson has joined our expert panel to help shape the future of football. How can you shape the future of football with these lot? Tracy Crouch, a Conservative MP, will chair the review. Lol. Roy has a wealth of experience and knowledge of the game and has managed teams at the highest level across Europe, which is true to, to be fair. I know fans will be eager to share their views with him as a highly respected figure in the game. The government is seeking views specifically around ownership of, of clubs, governance and financial flow within the game. Fans will be asked what they'd like to see changed, which would form a final report expected in autumn, people. So we'll see what happens in that regards. But excluding that, there actually isn't that much to speak about, people. You'd imagine there's going to be a quiet period in football and then there's going to be news galore, really and truly. You know, they're just I could sit here and force transfer rumours and things, but... There isn't anything else to go upon, people. So on that note, I'm just going to get out of here. And as I like to say, I appreciate all the support you guys have given me all season. Hopefully it can continue. I'm not going anywhere. There's going to be content galore. I can't commit to promising there's going to be two episodes of the DZ podcast a week because the information and the, the news and whatnot. I have to have something to talk about, but... Sorry, it's early in the morning, people. I'll endeavour to do such as long as I can. And obviously... YouTube is where the bread and butter is. I'm going to be doing watch-alongs for the Euros. I'm going to try Copper America, you know, transfer gossip, all of those things, people. So on that note, please make sure you're sharing up the podcast. You're following on Spotify and all those things. You're subscribed on Twitter. Um, it's subscribed on YouTube, but following on Twitter, Instagram and all of the rest of it, all information you require is in the description. On that note, DG, I'm out. Thank you for all the support you guys have given me all season.